Hey guys, this is a new episode of Fez and Friends. I'm here with a new friend of mine, uh, Jennifer Fitzgerald, who is a candidate for a criminal court in the second district. Is that in Memphis or is that in Shelby County? Shelby County. So, okay, a candidate. Same, it's the same thing in Memphis, but Shelby County is the county, Memphis city, but it's Shelby County. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, you, you of course, know I went for a walk the other day, um, and I really uh, recognized the, not just your sign, but a bunch of signs of different candidates that are running for office in, the, in this area. And one thing that I'm really passionate about is grassroots politics. And so when I go down the street and I see signs for a candidate, that to me shows on the ground support for a candidate. Um, so I was really happy to see your name out there. And then as soon as I posted that on Instagram, you reached out to me uh, to be on the show. So I'm really grateful for that. But thank you so much for joining the show. Um, and do you want to just take a second to introduce yourself, please? Yes, thank you for having me. So yes, my name is Jennifer Fitzgerald and I'm running for judge in criminal court division two. A little bit about me, I'm a native Memphian. I was born and raised here. Um, then I went away to college at Arkansas State University, majored in criminology, graduated cum laude. And then I came back to Memphis and I went to the University of Memphis Law School. Um, so after I graduated from law school, I opened up my own practice. Actually, my father was an attorney, and so I joined his firm. And so for the past almost 15 years, I have been doing federal and state criminal defense. Um, so that's my primary practice. I handle cases for murder, the misdemeanors, very serious felonies, robberies, rapes, carjacking, probably any crime that you can think of I have represented. So that's the spiel about me. <laughs> No, thanks so much for sharing that. And um, I, I just briefly talked to you about my brief history in Memphis. I've only been here for about a year. Um, one thing that drew me to this state is, first of all, it's rich history in the civil rights movement, but also a big history in terms of just legendary artists coming from here. Like we have Elvis Presley from Memphis, Al Green, Justin Timberlake, the B.B. Uh, King, and yeah, it's just the birthplace of blues. So can you talk to me about growing up in Memphis and how both the musical background, but also the historical context influenced uh, your decision to uh, the pursuit of uh, becoming a lawyer. Okay, so yes, I've been here my entire life. And so, you know, Memphis has its own culture, you know, I mean, they use the word Maine, everyone in Memphis knows that, you know, we have the grit and grind with the basketball, but just growing up here, you know, it's like Memphis, the culture is like just being from Memphis, everyone loves everyone, you know, when anyone says they're from Memphis. And then like, when you think about like the musical culture, um, you know, you have different genres of music, you know, you have, like you said, Elvis, and and a lot of people from Memphis, although they've lived in their entire life, they've never been to Graceland. And then you have, you know, B.B. King, Justin Timberlake, all these types. So there's so many different genres. But then also you have like the civil rights context. You know, you have the Civil Rights Museum downtown. Martin Luther King was shot here. So, you know, those things are also very important to the city. Most people know about those things. And most people have been to the Civil Rights Museum and they know about the different historical things, the sanitation strike, you know. Um, and so as far as that goes, 
is inspiration is being a lawyer, you know, advocating for things, speaking up for things, all the things, the historical things that happen in this city, you know, influence me in ways as far as, you know, wanting to speak up for things that are not right. And so I see that a lot in my practice, speaking up for things that are not right, making sure that my clients' rights are protected. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's that's incredible to hear. Um, talk to me a little bit about your experience. Um, I, I know, uh, well, first of all, I, I think the key tenets of your campaign, um, let me just see, they're fairness, dignity, and respect. Uh, can you tell me what that means to you um, and how that, uh, that will apply to your judgment as a judge uh, in this area if you're elected? Okay. So yes, my platform is serving the community with fairness, dignity, and respect. And so, you know, I've been practicing for almost 15 years. And what I noticed is that people are not treated the same. And so that can be based off race, who their lawyer is, how much money they have. Those things should not make a difference on whether you get justice or not, you know. Everyone should be treated fairly. You should feel like when you come in the courtroom, you're getting the opportunity to be heard. The judge is hearing you out, both sides out. So that's kind of how it came to uh, coming with fairness. Um, as far as dignity and respect, so I represent people who are accused of crimes. But just because you did something, you're just accused. You haven't been found guilty of anything. You still do not need to be treated less than a human being. You're still a person. One of the things my father always told me was that, no matter what you've done and no matter who you are, you treat everyone with kindness. So, you know, I don't judge anybody. I don't look down on anyone. Um, I treat everyone who I come in contact with kindness and dignity and respect. And so, you know, whenever you come into the courtroom, whether you're an attorney or whether you're in a defendant you, or a witness or a victim, you should not be treated less than. You still deserve to be treated as a person and treated with dignity and respect. So that's kind of my platform, fairness, dignity and respect. I want everyone to be treated fairly and I want to make sure that everyone's treated with dignity and respect whenever they come in the courtroom. Absolutely. Uh, what has your experience been like in the courtroom as a defense attorney? Um, what processes do you feel uh, that work well already in the system? And what processes do you see that you'd like to improve um, in your term as a judge? Okay. So, um, some of the things, so I do federal and state criminal defense. Um, I think one thing that does work well is being able to choose who represents you. Um, you know, as a defendant, you want to have someone who you feel comfortable with, um, someone who you feel that has your best interest at heart. I think that's one of the things that we should continue. Of course, I think there are some judges who, you know, do their job well. And, you know, whenever you come in the courtroom, you know, you're treated fairly and um, you're given the opportunity to be heard. Those are things that should continue consistently um, as far as like um, filing different motions in the courtroom and things, those things should continue. Whatever is legislated by law, those things should be continued. Um, what was the second part of that question? Uh, what would you improve um, in, in your tenure as a judge? Okay. So, of course, as judges, um, we can't make promises, but there are things that could make the courtroom run more efficiently. Like, um, I think that sometimes um, defendants have to come to court um, 
for routine court dates where nothing, the case is going to be reset. Well, when someone's coming to court, that means that they have to find childcare, they may miss money on their job. So, you know, as opposed to having the person come to court, perhaps their attorney can come for them and get the case handled until the case is um, ready to be disposed of or the case is set for a hearing or set for trial. During COVID, we learned that that system can work. Um, and also, I think that we could use more technology in the courtroom, like doing more things by Zoom, electronic filing, so that you don't have to walk to the courthouse in order to file different documents like they do in the federal system. So I think those are things that could, you know, be improvements to our criminal justice system at 201 Popular. No, that makes a lot of sense. I know in some counties, um, especially back uh, where I'm from in Jersey, um, they actually have shifted to having virtual hearings um, in some court cases. I'm sure it's not in all um, court cases, but is that something that you're thinking about incorporating um, into the system here? Yes, as long as it's lawful under the law, there's, you know, I have no opposition to a virtual hearing because if it's just a routine court day, you're going to be there five minutes. There's no reason to have someone pay for parking come in the building and wait for an hour as opposed to I can get on the Zoom, we can reset the court date and you can move on with your day. So, I mean, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Absolutely, that makes a lot of sense. Um, one thing that you mentioned a lot on your website is uh, the emphasis on mentorship. Um, and I saw that you mentioned that you volunteered with Girls Inc., Tennessee Promise, Shelby County Youth Court, uh, St. Jude's Hospital. Um, which of those experiences did you find to be most impactful in your professional development? Well, I would have to say um, working with the Delta GEMS program, those, that was one of the programs that I was the chair over. It was a high school girls mentoring program. And so the program really focused on making um, young girls become successful women. You know, it teaches them life skills, teaches them about money. You know, um, we've been talking about, you know, juvenile justice, those type of things. But I think that that program um, was most rewarding to me because when the program started, it was only 15 girls, but I grew the program to over 50 girls. And um, many of those girls, I think, um, actually, I think almost 100% of those girls went away to college. Um, I mean, they graduated from high school, went away to college. Um, so that is, you know, rewarding um, to know that I had an impact on them. And then also, I still have personal relationships with them. And so sometimes you don't know the impact you have on someone until they actually articulate to because, you know, I love mentorship. I've pretty much done that um, since I graduated from um, college. I was a Girl Scout leader as well. So, you know, to hear someone tell you, you know, the difference that you made in, your, in their life, you know, um, it, it, it can, it's very impactful, you know, it's very rewarding to know that I made a difference in someone's life. Who, uh, I know you mentioned that your father is also an attorney. Um, what would you say is your biggest influence in terms of your career path? Uh, would it be working with your father and understanding like the work that he's been doing? Um, is it like organizations around town? Um, what do you think uh, really influenced you to choose that path of, of study? Okay. 
So this is very odd, but when I first went to college, I wanted to be um, an investigator because I like to figure things out, or you can say I'm nosy, but I like to figure things out. So um, then I had decided that, you know, I wanted to do child advocacy, but when I went and worked for the Department of Children's Services, it just, you know, I just realized that was not it, but I majored in criminology and I always had an interest in criminal justice. You know, I like crime shows. I mean, it's very weird, but crime, you know, it's just very interesting to me. I mean, I like to watch, you know, the uh, investigation discovery channel and I like to figure out who did it and things like that. So it's just always been fascinating to me. Um, of course, my father had an influence on me as well because he's pretty much done that as you know, since I've been in this world, he's done primarily criminal um, defense. So that had an impact on me as well. And then also just the inequities that I have seen in the criminal just, I mean, you know, I know about different things that have happened. And so I like the fact that I can speak up for other people to make sure they're treated right. So that motivates me as well to, you know, be a criminal defense attorney because criminal defense attorneys are not the most likely individuals because we represent some of what people may see as the worst people but you know um I just want to make sure that no matter what someone's done they still are entitled to a defense absolutely um so you mentioned that you went um out of state for college and then I think uh, also on your website uh it mentions that you uh, went back into state for grad school. So what inspired you uh, to travel out of the state uh, for your undergraduate? And then what inspired you to kind of come back to Memphis um, and pick up where you left off? Yeah, well, this is very interesting, but my mom told me I had gotten into a couple of college. I had gotten into TSU. I think I got into MTSU, UT Martin and Arkansas State. And she told me I was, you know, I had, couldn't decide what school I wanted to go to. And she said, if you do not pick a college, I'm going to pick one for you. And so Arkansas State was the college. <laughs> and so that's how I ended up there, basically. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Uh <laughs> That, that's pretty, I'm not sure, I'm not too familiar with this area, but is that actually like pretty close on the other side of the, uh, the state board? Yes, it's like an hour away. Yeah, just over the bridge, about an hour away. Okay, so are you still a Grizzlies slash Memphis sports fan, or did you uh, go to the dark side and uh, choose uh, Arkansas over <laughs> us? I am a Memphis fan forever. I love my Tigers. I love my Memphis Tigers. Nothing will ever turn me away. Now, I, I like Arkansas State, the Red Wolves, but I am a Memphis basketball fan through and through. Okay, what, what's your favorite part about Memphis? I know we mentioned um, the music scene is really great here. Um, there's also just a, just, there's a lot, like there's Southern barbecue that I, I know everyone is a, a big fan of all over the place. Uh, what would you say is like the one thing that if you were talking to someone from outside of state that would encourage them to move to this area? I would say the people. I would say the people in Memphis. I mean, you know, when you tell someone you're from Memphis, it's just, it's just love, <laughs> you know, everyone gets excited, you know, and the first question that anyone's going to ask you when you tell them that you're from Memphis, they're going to ask you um, what high school did you go to, 
And so then you go through the people that you know, what year they graduated, the people that you know <laughs> that went there. But I, I, I would have to say the people, it's just, it's just a bond um, just being from Memphis. And then also since I've been on the campaign trail, I mean, I have met some wonderful, wonderful people, people that I don't even know who are just willing to help me. So I would definitely say Memphis has some amazing people. Mm -hmm. So on your, in your experience on the campaign trail, uh, what are the conversations that you're having uh, with people? Like uh, what are some of their concerns um, that you're hoping to uh, try to, to help out with um, in your tenure as a judge? Okay. So a lot of things that I hear about making sure that people are treated right when they come to court. I mean, they want to make sure, I know uh, some people have made reference to, you know, race, you know, they want to make sure that people are not judged based off their race. But the main thing is just making sure that people are treated right. Are you going to be a judge that is going to make sure that people are treated right and they're treated fairly when they come in the courtroom? So I guess my platform is right in line with what people really care about. That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Um, do you, are, is this kind of position typically like unopposed or are you running against an incumbent judge? Um, and what are your thoughts on the, the current leadership um, and what do you think um, you would bring to the table um, that is kind of a differentiating factor? Okay, so the seat that I'm running for is an open seat. Um, the current judge, Judge Glenn Wright, he is retiring. Um, he is an excellent judge. He was elected eight years ago by the citizens of Shelby County. And, you know, from my perspective, there are three things that make a good judge. Someone who's fair, someone who's follow, who follows the law, and someone who has a great temperament. And that is what Judge Glenn Wright is. And so Judge Glenn Wright, he is retiring, and I do have four opponents in this race, but he is endorsing me for this position because he feels that I'm the person who is best to fill his shoes. And so going forward in this courtroom, I would continue what Judge Glenn Wright has done. I mean, he is an excellent judge. He's the epitome of what a judge should be, you know, and it's not always the case, but he is what a judge should be. And the judge that was before him, um, Otis Higgs, he was the same type of judge. So I just want to continue the legacy of Otis Higgs and Judge Glenn Wright and continue to make sure that everyone who comes in that courtroom is treated right. All right, that's completely fair. Um, all right, uh, so just some personal questions. What uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Because there's all sorts of different types of music. You got jazz music, blues music, R and B um, that that's come from from this area. Um, what would what would you say your genre of choice is? Yeah. Okay, I love nineties R and B. Um, I love nineties R and B, and then I also like hip hop. <laughs> And lately, I've been listening to a little gospel. So, but my favorites are probably '90s R&B and hip hop. Awesome, awesome. Um, what's your favorite spot on Beale? Um, my favorite spot on Beale. Are you more of a, a parks type of person? <laughs> Wet Willis. <laughs> 
love. Okay, nice, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely enjoy my time on B, y'all. I would have to say Tin Roof is a really good spot, too. Uh, but nothing beats the uh, the weekly concert series in the summer, um, especially, yeah, Beale Street is just the, the most wonderful place in the world, in my opinion. Um, yeah, these are some really good questions. How can people help you, um, and how can people get involved in your campaign? Okay. Well, of course, they can go to my website, Jennifer Fitzgerald for Judge, and early voting starts in two days. So if you want to volunteer as a poll worker, please go on my website and sign up. Of course, campaigns are expensive, so any financial support <laughs> would be awesome. Um, and tell everyone you know about Jennifer Fitzgerald for Criminal Court Judge Division 2. Tell all your friends and families about me. That's, that would be awesome. That's how they can help me. And where else can they find you? I know you have your website, but do you want to promote like, your socials? Um, where else do you kind of put out the content that will help people get to know who you are and what your campaign is about? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Jennifer Fitzgerald for Judge, and you can find me on Facebook, Jennifer Fitzgerald for Judge, and of course, my regular Facebook page, Jennifer Fitzgerald. You can go on any of those and you can find out more about me. Awesome. Is there any other uh, candidates that you want to call out or any just thing that you want to support and uh, just uh, show some uh, uh, support for, for any of your other friends potentially on a slate? Um, just let me know and uh, I can make sure that the, uh, the audience gets to hear that as well. Yes, I have many people running for judge, but it's a long battle. It's over 40 judicial positions. <laughs> like, but yes, uh, some people that, you know, are very important to me, some of my uh, colleagues, Tarita Hewlett, Danielle Mitchell's judge, Danielle Mitchell-Sims, um, yeah, I can't remember everyone, but it's it's so many people. All right, I'll put some links down uh, just to help continue to spread uh, the word about some of these grassroots candidates, um, and hopefully um, I could do some sort of part to help you guys get elected. That's, uh, that's something yes. that we need to do, yeah. Well, thanks so much for uh, spending uh, some time talking with me. Um, any closing remarks that you'd like to say, just inspiring words about why people should go out and vote for you? Okay. Well, thank you so much. Yes, I'm Jennifer Fisher. I'm running for judge in criminal court division two, and I need your support. I need you to go tell everyone about me, and I need you to go vote for me. Um, early voting is July 15th through July 30th, and election day is August the 4th, and it's going to be a very, very long ballot, but it is one easy way to remember me, and that's to vote for your girl, Fitzgerald. Vote for your girl, Fisher on August the 4th. Awesome. Thanks so much.